0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, Apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's one 800 Eight four three five six seven eight. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage. Our future is missing, or go to ourfutureismissing dot com. Thank you.
2: Everybody is entitled to their fifteen minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose.
3: Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Addie Rose and today we're going to be talking with a very special guest. We have Seth here today. So how are you doing?
4: I'm great. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your job as a police officer first.
4: Okay, well, do a variety of things, of course, um, from your stereotypical things, I guess, police officers do. You know, arrest people and... (laughs) And, you know, take care of traffic accidents yes. and things of that nature. That's kind of what people expect us to do. But I, I kind of like to step out of the box uh, with it. I like to more interact with, with the public and do what's called a more of community-style policing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually traditional and there's community-style. And community-style is more getting in touch with, 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 with people that live in the area and interacting with them in a way that's more personable.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. So um, how did you get into being a police officer? Was it just something like, hey, I want to do this and try it out? Or did it come from somewhere else? Hmm,
4: I don't know if you have enough time for the full story on that. But (laughs) um, a lot of had to do with um, I've always wanted to run for political office. So Mm -hmm. when I first graduated college, I wanted to go to law school. I didn't get in. So I wasn't discouraged by that. So Mm -hmm. What other avenues can I take to get towards the eventual goal of running for office? So, most most politicians, as people know, are law enforcement, lawyers, or business people. So, I went into law enforcement, and um, you know, I've been doing it in here in Arizona for over four years, and then in, in Pennsylvania, where I'm originally from, for uh, over four. So, I have about uh, coming up on nine years of experience.
3: Nice. And are you the only police officer in your family, or?
4: Yes. Cool. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't, you know, something that I, you know, I didn't get picked on as a kid and say, I'm going to write a bunch of tickets for people. It's definitely <laughs> something that just kind of came about naturally and, um, you know, just kind of just happened that way.
3: That's cool. And you're yeah. thinking about running for political office. So that's another hobby of yours, I'm sure.
4: Well, you know, it's more than a hobby. I mm-hmm. was uh, in college. I was a political science major cool. uh, at Temple University. And then uh, I was also took some acting classes during that time. So my eventual goal was a culmination of my police experience, my experience in the community, and being a political science major, putting it all together, and uh, running for office.
3: Cool. That sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about your modeling and acting, because I think that's a cool thing. Like you were telling me, because the other day we were on a photo shoot, and Mm -hmm. you said, you know, it's kind of funny sometimes, because people are like, well, you're a police officer. How can you do modeling and acting? But it's totally possible, though.
4: It is. It's pretty interesting. I think a lot of times in life, um, you know, people like to, like we were, I was mentioning to the other day, people like to step on people's dreams and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And um, I think it's, you know, it's important to do what you want to do. So for me, you know, it's somewhat of, it's different for at modeling, acting, everybody, people want different things out of out of it. Sometimes people just want to show off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people think they're going to be a big star. You know, for me, it's just the experiences of it, of it. It's the kind of, you can be almost a different person, get out of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, I just, and I just like that aspect of it. So, you know, I've been doing it for a little while now. And, and you know, you go through, this has been a kind of a slow year and that, mm-hmm. that's going to happen in, in the industry, but I've had some great experiences and um, modeling and acting and, you know, it's been awesome.
3: Very nice. So yeah. how long have you been pursuing modeling and acting now?
4: Um, I did some things back in Philadelphia, uh, I was an extra for M. Night Shyamalan's uh, movie, uh, Unbreakable back there. And then in 2000 and I believe nine, I got into it down here, started off with uh movie works, just, cool. you know, doing some extra stuff. And then, you know, I just wanted to expand and, and, and move forward with it. So, um, uh, went to, I'm with Layton agency, which is in Scottsdale and, um, you know, it's you know, it's a it's a learning process. You kind of go through different motions of it. Do you know? Do I want to take it all the way? Do I want to just do it as you know, just kind of commercial as mm-hmm. a hobby? So I kind of see it as a professional hobby. I respect it. I kind of equate mm-hmm. it to to golf because whenever people are kind of, oh my gosh, how do you how do you do this acting? Well, I say if you casually golf, and the casual golfer is going out there and it's four hours a day, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it's a cu- and then it's a couple times a week, and then you're real strict golfer. So golfer, the golfing example, you're spending way more time golfing than I'm acting. It's yeah. always, my example to people. So that kind of helps people understand. So it's, it's a culmination of you know taking some lessons and learning, mm-hmm. and it's all about you know what how much you want to put into it and what you want out of it.
3: Great. Mm-hmm. And what type of experience do you have in terms of like, I know you said movies and mm-hmm. then commercial, and then you also do modeling. So is there anything else that you ventured out on? or?
4: No, that's pretty much, you know, I'm not a singer. You don't want to hear me sing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no, no dancing or anything like that. You know, I just, you know, I, there's, there's so many different levels. And even theater is a whole different type of acting. Yes. So I like, you know, your, your, your host type position, your voiceover, your commercial actor. You know the modeling things, those kind of things that I like because you can go in, you can read the script, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't take a great deal of your time as a play would or you know an ongoing series of that nature. So commercial acting is, is you go to the audition and the only thing you can do is hit a home run. Yeah. So you go in there, you either hit a home run or you don't, and then you go home and you and you get over it eventually. Yeah. And and, And some of those are you know we all have our ups and downs in that. So you know some of those are like. Like when when you're this when you when Reebok comes to you and says we were gonna pick you up with somebody else, those things kind of hurt because you want to you want to get those things, but yes. you have your highs and lows and and you've gotta, you have gotta you 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 know when you see a billboard and mm-hmm. I, I share this experience with you there was a a, a company that came they're building houses
5: mm-hmm.
4: and you know everything they loved me and it just didn't work out between my agent and, and negotiating p- mm-hmm. parts of it and then when you see the billboard on the road. And that could have been you. Those kind of things like sting a little bit, you know. So, you know, but that's just the nature of the beast, so.
3: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you just kind of have to nail it. They either like you or they don't sometimes. Like you do the cold readings, of course, and then you, you know, do the audition. And then from there, it's just like, okay, we can kind of pick if we like you or not, (laughs) you know, just for one job, but there's plenty out there. So It's like
4: a bizarro world date. It's like, come on, we're going to go on a date, but I'm not going to tell you whether I like you. I might call you in in a week or two. Yeah. And so it's pretty much like that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And like you said, like commercials are so different because it's kind of like that one thing. Like you do that small reading where like you said, plays are just, they take longer because of course Mm -hmm. they're more lengthy. So yes, I understand that though. It's funny because I've seen people tell me all their different experiences with like going to commercial auditions and they always say the same thing as like you. They're like, they either like you or they don't. Or, you know, sometimes it's like weird and you can't tell.
6: Yeah.
4: so. Sometimes you feel like they, oh, they liked me a lot. And then, yeah. And then, no.
3: And then they're like, <laughs> sorry, we're just going to have to pass this time. And you're like, dang it.
4: <laughs> the thing is, don't get friendly with the client and then they say, they're you're their second choice. Don't, yeah. don't, don't do that to yourself.
3: Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah. That's that's really cool that you've had those opportunities, though. And like you said, it's all about like the knowledge and then going on to more auditions. And then, of course, improving from there. Mm-hmm. So, definitely that's very fun. So, how do you find the time to balance being a police officer and the acting and modeling thing? Because I know, like everybody was saying, they're like, well, it kind of seems like not easy to do that, but at the same time, like you said, it's like a professional hobby, so it is totally doable.
4: Yeah, I mean, for this week, you know, I've already worked, I've already had like a 52-hour work week because I actually worked my regular job, and then the day mm-hmm. I saw you, I was actually came right from work to that. So sometimes when things happen, I think it's just, you know, certain things you just can't do. You can't say you know yes to everything, and that's the nice that's the hardest thing because mm-hmm. you'll get a gig and whether in acting world whether it's small or big, you get picked, you go so sometimes you have to turn things down and and you know my my at my job they know what i do they when they see me on commercials, they laugh about it and it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of fun, so it kind of you know breaks down the mold of of the typical stuff, but you know you just gotta kind of roll with it and and balance it out that's mm-hmm. the you can't do everything you can't be you know, super dad, and then super friend, you kind of have to, Mm -hmm. priorities are big, you know, Mm got to have your family in your life, work, and then, you know, friends are for every once in a while.
3: Cool. And I know that you said you brought your son to Mm -hmm. a few of the auditions, so what's that like?
4: (laughs) You know, it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. He'll come with me, and uh, sometimes he'll just, you know, have to sit out. In the lobby, mm-hmm. but I do that to kind of expose him to the experience. Yes, kind of, you know. Even though he's not going in with me because you know he can't do that part, but he mm-hmm. goes there and he kind of goes to the experience. And and then I did a uh, Scottsdale fashion. I did a like a I had a one page spread in 2011 uh, edition, uh, the June 2011 edition.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I had a like a, a spread page there, and I took him with me, and he's just watching, you know, the pic- them take pictures of me and stuff. So I hope. By taking him and exposing him Mm -hmm. that you know it'll get something inside him will start boiling of whatever Mm -hmm. he wants to do it doesn't have to be acting and modeling whatever he wants to yeah
3: just kind of to expose him into a few options then it's just like well from there you'll sprout out what you want to do so which is really cool Mm -hmm. but um we have some more questions for you but let's take a break for now you're listening to the fame game on the voice america kids radio network i'm maddie rose and we'll be right back
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
2: Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook! You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation with Seth. So, Seth, tell me a little bit about how you prepare for these acting and modeling gigs, because sometimes you need to do a little bit of research beforehand.
4: Yeah, you do. I mean, there's, there's times where I've been busy and, uh, certain audition houses you go to and they kind of have, they might let you read off the script. They Mm -hmm. might not. So it's really important to get that memorization down and as close as possible. You almost have to really sit there and obsess about it and Mm -hmm. really, you know, repeat it and whatever, you know, memorization techniques you can, you can use. Mm -hmm. Um, Something I'm recently using is something from, a. I don't know if you guys have you ever heard of TED Talks, but they're actually positive talks they're about science, brain, education. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing that I'm going to use. It's a technique from the TED Talks I learned. It's actually standing, and I don't know if this is radio, you can't see me, but almost in that Superman pose, if you can imagine that. And it kind of builds up testosterone because mm-hmm. you know men and women we both have testosterone, and it builds up your confidence mm-hmm. and uh, and how people react to you. So I'm going to try that in my next audition, the <laughs> two minutes standing with like the Superman pose. So that's that's my you know you got an insight there. That's my gonna yeah. be my next uh, thing. But it's just you know going in there, you have to go in there thinking that you got it, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to get it. There's no other way. And then with the modeling. You know, you have to be almost like, um, you had to have a little attitude. Mm-hmm. You have to be like uh, James Bond and, you know, Rico Suave mm-hmm. or, you know, the guy from the Dusekis commercial kind of have that mindset kind of yeah. going in there, even though you're not like, so the walk and the different things like that. Like yeah. uh, It was funny, I was modeling for a sneakers and shoes event at the W Hotel in Scottsdale mm-hmm. a few years back. And there's professional athletes there, uh, professional football players, baseball players, mm-hmm. and they're all ner- they're nervous about going on the stage. <laughs> yet they're in front of you know, you know, depending on the, the sport, you know, 50,000 people, yeah. And they're asking me for tips. So it was kind of it was really trippy being a, <laughs> being, a being a sports fan, and these guys being nervous when they're yeah. you know on a way bigger stage than I am. So it was those are just some of the experiences
3: and yeah. preparation. That's really cool, though. I think that's funny sometimes because you'll run into people like that. Like, they do so many things in front of people, but when it's something, like, smaller, like, mm-hmm. gathering, and then they kind of are like, oh, well, what should I do now? It's not really what I'm used to. And I just think that's cool.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's human nature. We got It mm-hmm. kind of makes you realize people are people because mm-hmm. we kind of take this, you know, it's they're just doing a job, and their job just happens to be a professional athlete or mm-hmm. whatever, and then sometimes people have that perspective, and they're usually wrong. You've got to... Get to know somebody.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've done lots of jobs, but so far, what has been your favorite or one that sticks out to you?
4: Hmm. Well, definitely on the modeling side, the definitely Sneakers and, and Snoots event was my favorite modeling one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it paid the most and it was probably <laughs> the most fun. I did a Domino's pizza commercial cool. when they were doing the ones where the wall was coming out. And I was part of that campaign a few years back. And so we we went to like a secret location and then they drove us to another location oh, and it was actually a store,
6: mm-hmm.
4: you know, just made it look like an office space, but it's actually going to be a new Domino's pizza store. Cool. So we got to kind of go in there and ask our opinion about the pizza and what, how do we think they make it? Do we think it's fresh? And they want us to really, you will give it to them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we're all, you know, this is all being recorded and then, then the walls open up And it's a Domino's Pizza kitchen in the back. And we got to make our own pizzas at the end of it. And then that was a residual check as well. So that's where I was, you know, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. So.
3: (laughs) That's very cool, though. Mm -hmm. I know it's just those little things that you can do like that. It's like you would never expect it. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, this is really fun. And, you know, lots of experience, too, I'm sure.
4: Exactly. So, 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 you know, I think with acting, like anything, you know, if you're just strictly doing it for for you know the money and, mm-hmm. and things like that, you don't get the full feeling of it, and you don't really get to know people because they they feel that yeah they don't you know.
3: Mm-hmm. So, and what do you most enjoy about doing all of the acting and modeling?
4: Um, just it's just the escape, you know. Just mm-hmm. you know, just kind of getting outside myself and and um, just the experiences of it, and just the the, the different interactions and you get people from all walks of life you just mm-hmm. meet you know and everybody's just doing it for different reasons and 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 i think that's just that's just a great thing about life i think variety is the spice of life and mm-hmm. you know and uh, i believe you should go for your dreams and you never know what can happen mm-hmm. you know something small can turn into something big or you know and i'll be satisfied either way you know You know, whether I have a couple medium sized things or a couple Mm -hmm. small things. I've never, I I haven't had that really big, huge thing yet, Mm -hmm. but I've had some medium things and some small things, and that's okay. If my career is medium, small things, as long as I can keep it going, you know, you can do this for a lifetime. Sometimes I meet people and they say, Oh, I acted, I used to do acting when I was a kid, and I was this, and I was like, So what changed? You know, why why did you stop? Mm -hmm. Or I used to play guitar. Okay, why did you stop? There's no reason to. You can kind of critique it and you know mm-hmm. yeah there's going to be priorities in life yeah but you always can fit in what you love because when it comes down to it mm-hmm. that's you know that makes us who we are
3: so. mm-hmm. exactly and that's almost awesome advice as well mm-hmm. but um would you say that acting and modeling is kind of like your main hobby or do you do other things on the side besides like being a police officer and stuff like that or you have any other interests yeah i
4: mean i've been trying to people uh, have, i've been Tried to pull, uh, pull, excuse me, pulled into other things, like I almost signed a, a fitness model contract at a, I think it's Sports Unlimited, out of uh, Portland and LA, they mm-hmm. do basically, you have to have a sports background, kind of, which I have a little bit of, and, you know, it was almost, the like contract came in the mail, and, the, you know, the whole deal, and I was just like, you know what, I didn't do it, so sometimes I, sometimes I think mm-hmm. I, I want to get into sometimes the personal training aspect, or... Or, or that aspect. And mm-hmm. I was like, I got a lot on my plate. And because I enjoy doing that, you know, I'm in the gym, you know, f- f- five, six days a week. Mm-hmm. And not like in a, an obsessing kind of way, just an, <laughs> an hour a day. I take off Sunday. And that sounds like a lot. Yeah. But I'm in there, you know, an, an hour a day right after work. I go after work. And I'm always encouraging people And... Mm-hmm you progress at your own level, you get to, you know, it takes time, you know, things like that. So that if anything, I would add on to the, to my hobbies or things <laughs> that might, that might be something, but I'm holding off right now. So Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> and what does it feel like being in that audition? Like for you personally, like when you're in front of, um, really like the spectators and they're there to kind of like critique you. And of course, see if they like you or not. What does it feel like being in that position, you know, reading it off and not knowing whether they like you or not
4: <laughs> yeah you know what it's it's funny i think about auditions of course you know in hindsight is you know after the fact you're, you know you think of some great things you're, oh i should have did this and that's everybody but some, my mm-hmm. last audition i had was for a casino it was it's about less than a month ago and sometimes auditions are with other people and you can't really help you know if they don't have that that the energy mm-hmm. or they're not into it so that kind of hurts a little bit so um Oh, can I get that one more
3: time? Yeah. Um, what does it feel like being in front of them?
4: Um, you know what? I'm so used to it now; it doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not really nervous, but it's just the the unknown is always yeah. is always you know the the pressure of it more than anything. Mm-hmm.
6: So,
3: because sometimes you'll have those spectators that kind of like show emotion, like yes, a smile here, or there are other ones that just like show no emotion at all, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what you're thinking right now.
4: So. Yes, most auditions, usually the client is not there. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're there, but rarely. Usually mm-hmm. it's an audition house, so you kind of have to, yeah. sometimes they have to like it. The person you're not auditioning for is just recording you. They have to like you, too, because mm-hmm. they could have an effect on the, the uh, yeah. person who's looking for people.
3: Yeah, they're kind of like that second opinion.
4: Yeah, that's true.
3: So, that's very cool, though. And tell me a little bit about kind of like your volunteering efforts because i know you're very big with volunteering and it's something that you do once a week you told me
4: yes um i currently i've been volunteering really my whole life uh different aspects i've done big uh, big brothers big sisters Mm -hmm. um volunteered for uh, a place where young men they were most of them were gunshot victims in wheelchairs so i did some of that and then Currently, I'm volunteering at a place called ICANN, which is out in Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um, they deal primarily with um, elementary and and high school students that are kind of in that at-risk categories. Their mm-hmm. family might be involved in gangs or crime, things of that nature. So um, and I, I enjoy interacting with them. And actually, I take my son to that, and they're cool. actually more more blown away by him sometimes. <laughs> they're, like, freaked out. that like, He's a kid volunteer. They're, like, you know, so it kind of gets them thinking outside the box, and I always, you know, share things mm-hmm. with them. And then I also volunteer at a, a Christian community uh, center, which is a, a food shelter, which gives out food to families and individuals that, that don't have the, uh, the resources. Mm-hmm. So they're
3: both very, very good. Very cool. Well, we have some more questions, but again, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Faith
7: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go. On iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening
1: to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
2: We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves.
0: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference.
2: What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue again our conversation with Seth. So we were just talking about a little bit about briefly about what you're working with, with volunteering and all that good stuff. So you were talking about ICANN. So what do you like most about helping there?
4: Um, you know what? I just like interacting with the kids i don't really mm-hmm. come in with a particular agenda i just um like the, if, they're, if they're on a computer game i just kind of interact and ask them what they're doing what do they want to do with it and just kind of help them with it mm-hmm. and um you know it's funny when there there's one where they were playing dodgeball like last week and mm-hmm. no one is no one is listening <laughs> so you have about 50 kids in this one area playing dodgeball so you kind of have to put in perspective and mm-hmm. not overreact and that okay you know go over
6: there go over here yeah so
4: it's, it's kind of interesting dynamic because you know a lot of these kids are really strong and they mm-hmm. and they come from tough homes and they're just trying to have fun and be normal kids and stuff so mm-hmm. I just you know I don't put any pressures on them I don't I just kind of interact with them and answer their questions and just just have fun
3: Mm-hmm. They're there for support type of thing. Yeah, I mean
4: it's it's a great it's a great place, and uh, they have a brand new f- facility. They went from like a small area to now mm-hmm. like this million dollar facility with oh, gyms nice. and computer labs, and you know signing in and with the with the little beep and and the <laughs> whole all that stuff. So they 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 know about all that things, and like I was mentioning, my son goes with me, and then mm-hmm. they're totally like they're more mesmerized by him because the and I think that helps them out mm-hmm. too because they see that. And then maybe they'll want to volunteer one day or come back Mm -hmm. to ICANN when they're older and and help out.
3: Sure. And like you said, it's like middle school and high school students. So Mm -hmm. definitely like seeing people like you and then your son already, then that kind of encourages them to go back in the future, like you said. And then hopefully be like that encouragement for them to help out and give back then. Mm -hmm. So that's very nice. And what would your favorite thing about volunteering be?
6: Hmm.
4: I learned so much about myself mm-hmm. and how you just kind of when you go there you just you know you free yourself of of judgment and you're just there to help. You know, you're not there you know you can't cure all the world's evils mm-hmm. or help everyone and you know the best thing you can do is say a kind word. Uh you know, if they ask you to mop, I I, mean, I was there at, at the uh, the community sh- center, and like the first day, they're like, "Clean out the refrigerators," and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> wasn't too excited about that, but I had to went in there and cleaned out the refrigerators and everything, yeah. and you know, just kind of talking with some of the volunteers, they really they give up the people that really volunteer there every day. Mm-hmm. They give up a lot of their time to to help people, and some of these people are retired, some people are looking for jobs and part time. So, it's kind of you know all those different experiences from the people who work there a lot, from the people who come there, you just kind of you're you're thankful for mm-hmm. what you have and I think it's so important for people we always talk about time, and we don't yeah. have enough of it mm-hmm. but if you're spending time like at the bar or or watching t v or mm-hmm. you have time, you're just not prioritizing it and using it usefully.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: So I say, you know we all have time to volunteer some way maybe once a month. I have a great schedule where I have off Wednesday through Friday right now. Not everybody has that, mm-hmm. and I understand that. But we all have time to volunteer mm-hmm. maybe once a month and and it's trust trust me, it's it's better than than, you know, it's mutually beneficial basically.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really a great thing, too. And like you were saying, like if you do have that extra time, then it's great to go out there and help somebody else because it's not only rewarding to like feel that you help somebody, but at the same time, you can see the impact that it has on somebody else.
4: For so. sure. I mean, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. Tomorrow's a busy day at the shelter, so mm-hmm. I'll be going there in the morning and then uh, go to hit the gym afterwards, and then I have the rest of the day to relax. So nice. like I said, I have a unique <laughs> schedule, so... Uh, which i which i like i couldn't i couldn't do the the nine to five and yeah and you know that kind of rat race i Mm -hmm. I, I like i like the uniqueness of my life and my schedule
3: Mm -hmm. very nice and it seems to be working out very well so yeah
4: you know you know get get people to work with me sometimes and you know and uh sometimes it depends on a boss there you're gonna get some bosses that are like they want to know all about Mm -hmm. it and what i'm doing and who I know and where I'm going and other ones are like, no, do your work. Who cares? I don't care. You're on TV and you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's why.
3: Cool. Well, um, what is one lesson that you've learned through volunteering? Cause many times, like you said, we'll learn a lot about ourselves and then learn about other things in life through volunteering. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the wonderful part about volunteering as well.
4: I think what I learned about volunteering that I need to bring it up. like socially is what mm-hmm. I learned. And that's what I I kind of check people in that way, mm-hmm. you know, bringing up because a lot of times people will go, they volunteer like Christmas and, and you know Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and oh I feel so great about myself and <laughs> you know I I, I went out and gave a turkey to somebody, and and that's kind of like you know, we like it's just telling people that you know, you have the time in it and you can still be a guy and mm-hmm. still, you know, like shooting at the gun range and going to a sporting event mm-hmm. and things like that and. You know, it, it can be in your life just like some of the other things you do. So I think it's letting people know and kind of exposing them to that. And then I'll get people to say, you know, they feel like that guilt and they'll say, okay, I'll, me and my son or me and my... We'll, we'll come next week and sometimes they come and, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't. So it all it's all really individualized mm-hmm. and taking yourself kind of out of yourself and, you know, what, what is important to you. Um, I find in my life that, you know, helping people... Mm-hmm. We all want... You know, I want to make a good income and be able to help people when it comes down to it.
3: mm mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, is there any organizations that you'd like to work with in the future? Because I know you mentioned the few that you've worked with, but I know there's tons of them out there, of um, course.
4: Well, vol- I mean, there's, there's tons of places I want to work with modeling and acting-wise. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with some of them. And there's okay, some the places cool. I want to, you know, you know, volunteer with as well. Sure. Um, well, locally, I I want to do I want to work with High Health. I want to mm-hmm. reach out to them and do some modeling or do some fitness things for them. And then the ultimate goal is to be in Men's Health magazine
6: mm-hmm. on
4: on that side. So those are some things that I want to work with. And of course, as a goals actor, you want to work with a company and mm-hmm. get that national speaking role commercial. Yes, with residuals, <laughs> it's it's very helpful. <laughs> but um, as far as the the volunteering and stuff, I mean, I. Right. Um, I'm actually on the museum advisory board for the city of Chandler. Cool,
3: I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so that's
4: something that that I do. And, um, uh, there, you know, there, I, have, I, have, I have a couple titles and, and, and things that I do that are just part of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, just growing, I want to grow, uh, expose people to volunteerism and also mm-hmm. want to grow my university down here. Um, I'm the vice president of Temple Alumni in Arizona.
3: Cool. <laughs>
4: so we have about a little over... Uh, 1,200 alumni, so I'm going to be growing that and kind of combining, basically, um, where I volunteer. uh, I have a meeting come up on 18th about it, but where I'm volunteering, Mm
3: -hmm. trying
4: to get the alumni to come out and volunteer for this. Nice. And uh, make it fun as well,
3: Mm -hmm. so cool though stuff going yeah on. so you seem like you do have like the busy lifestyle but it like seems you said... things are
4: spread out things are spread out they're not always not you know some weeks are slow Some things. some weeks are crazy yeah but you know it it, it sounds like a lot but it's mm-hmm. really it's 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 more spread out than than people might think
3: so. yeah exactly so how long have you been volunteering like you said kind of like your whole life right or yeah I
4: mean you know what it started I just got to, like I don't know why I did it. Nothing. Nobody told me or forced me. I didn't get. I didn't shoplift at the Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, and gosh. And uh, had to go and do you know do, you know community service yeah. or something. I don't know. I just um, I felt the need to do it, and um, that's where I was mentioning where I did the, the wheelchair place and I did mm-hmm. the boys and girls and and i went with growing pains for, with with it cuz it's it's commitment too yes so you know you got to understand when you're when you're doing like a boys and girls and that kid is mm-hmm. is, is, is you know i learned some lessons with that so you kind of have to choose stuff that you know you can you can commit to mm-hmm. and cuz people get very attached
6: mm-hmm. like
4: the kids they they you know a few times they remember us and and you have to be very careful when it's kids and and people's mm-hmm. feelings attached with it so um That's definitely something that's that's a big part of it.
3: Nice. And um, what is your message to youth about volunteering? Because I like you said, you know, you want to promote volunteerism and then getting the youth out there, really any age. But um, what would you say to youth about volunteering?
4: I think when you're young and you're trying to decide, you know, what career you're doing, even if you Mm -hmm. volunteer where you think you might want to work. I mean, even if it's, you know, kind of, you know, Shameless self promotion or whatever, <laughs> you know, just going out and just you know, just learning and 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 pulling it all in. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just volunteering for something you're interested in for career or hobby, you mm-hmm. know, do that. But I think you just get you know, you get so much out of it. And then when you see other people volunteer, you see kids, you see parents bring them, mm-hmm. you see all the different ages and groups, and you're just like, wow, it just, um, it's, it's just it's 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 just a great thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to spend. Like we go for an hour or two, like we'll do an hour or two at one place, an yes. hour or to another place. People, and it's not a big. It's it's a, it's a it's a one hour TV watching, yeah. whatever you watch, you know, or, mm-hmm. or 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 a movie. So instead of going to the movies, you know, mm-hmm. go and volunteer for two hours. Mm-hmm. You'll get a lot more out of it, you know. True. So, yes. So I would just say, you know, that that the kids, you know, give be an open mind and. And, you know, do something that start off volunteering, something that you like, and Mm -hmm. it'll make it easier for maybe volunteering for something that's a little bit more work.
3: Exactly. Well, we have one more segment with you for an interview. So let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to the Fame Game.
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
2: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
0: There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
2: Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's finish up our interview, I'd say, because this is our final segment with Seth. But, um... Seth, we were just talking about like, you know, volunteering and you know, how fun it is and how people can just take a little bit of time out of their day to really go out there and help somebody. But the other thing I wanted to go more into about is like you said, you bring your son. So that's really cool. And even you said that they're so intrigued by like, oh, look, he's volunteering already. So how do you think he responds to it? Do you think he likes it so far or?
4: Oh yeah, he likes. He he starts bossing the kids around. He thinks he's oh, uh, thinks he's in charge over there. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that you know. So he kind of he gets into it. I got to tell him, buddy. You know, slow it down, honey. Mm-hmm. You're still a kid. But they, you know, they they walk up to him and they you know mm-hmm. ask him questions and. They look at he. We have you know the same name, so it says Seth G on it. So they're looking at his name tag and they're examining it, and, and they're telling him, "You you're supposed to be over there." And like, and then they, they they sometimes take them. He's not in the program there, mm-hmm. so it kind of takes them a little second. Oh, and then it, it just kind of freaks, chips them <laughs> out. So it's kind of funny just to, to see them kind of go through the process in their brain that a kid can volunteer and stuff. So,
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. And so, do you have any plans besides, or where do you see yourself in five years?
4: You know i can i see myself continuing with the with the law enforcement and mm-hmm. going into you know being a city council person is the goal mm-hmm. um it's actually not a full time position all city council people uh and Chandler at least have um full time jobs mm-hmm. so it's definitely gonna be a commitment and uh you know something to get used to, but you know I feel like you know. Everything I've done in my life has brought mm-hmm. me to this point. Exactly. So, you know, my volunteerism, my interaction with the community where I work, and just me as a person, you know, what I've done. So hopefully it'll culminate into, you know, in, you know getting into office eventually, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. See what happens, but at this time, just kind of getting my name out there and <laughs> getting to know people and, and uh, learning and
3: growing in that, in that area. Cool. And I'm sure that you've seen lots of development, of course, over that time, because it's kind of like that point where you decide you want to do something and then you finally have done stuff up to that point. Like you said, that's where you get there Mm -hmm. and you can just see all of that growth and you're like, well, I was, you know, I did so much more than where I was, you know, Mm -hmm. so. For sure. That's cool. So, um, what is one piece of advice you can give to somebody wanting to pursue their dreams and goals?
4: Oh, well, I mean, this is, I'm always talking about this big time. (laughs) Um, you know what it, it's the biggest thing for people to realize is that you know you might have pressures from mm-hmm. society, your parents, your friends, or you know just the different struggles you have in your life
6: mm-hmm.
4: and you're gonna go through that everyone has struggles and ups and downs it's mm-hmm. it's just be realistic, you know have a good foundation, a good support system,
6: mm-hmm. you know
4: you know having the if having that good career. So to speak, or flexibility in your career helps you to do some other things that you want to do.
5: Uh-huh.
4: So it's just willing—the willingness to pay your dues, the willingness to learn, the willingness to to, to take—you know—be realistic. I think uh-huh. that's the biggest thing. One time, somebody said to me, "Oh, don't you want to be a star?" Or you know, don't you want to? I was like, you know, I don't think about it like that. Uh-huh. If something like that would happen then, of course, I'd be okay with it. Somebody's going to me, hand me a million dollars and a Lamborghini. I think I might be okay with that. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's like, what is the point of of, of your yeah. life? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, what are, what are your goals? For me, you know, I want to be able to learn and grow and mm-hmm. develop in those areas, but also help people at the same time. Because if you wait till you have everything and then you help mm-hmm. people, then it's kind of like you need to grow and help people in a way and it mm-hmm. just all kind of gels together
3: mm-hmm. so yeah and of course with that being said like you know you make a big impact in the end because if if you get to that point then you're continuing to help people especially on a greater scale then you know it kind of impacts even more people than you could have ever imagine so
4: true i mean i have some friends that recently moved to la and they're gonna mm-hmm. you know diving in and cool uh, my friend just got a uh, Part on Eavesdroppers, which is the currently the longest running cool. play out there in yeah. LA, and people that I know in mm-hmm. production and actors, I gave them all those contacts, and mm-hmm. I was just out in LA visiting a more an actor that's more along, you know, more developed and more doing bigger things than him, mm-hmm. and put them together. So they're, you know, it's just about again that helping others, and and it just comes full circle. So a lot Very of times people cool. want that me me me, and they yeah. think that's the best way to be and be, I'm so independent. I don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. We, you need people. Everybody needs people. Yes. We all do. Agree.
6: So,
3: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I always like to ask people this. Have you ever had like a job or an audition that you go to and then, you know, something just goes wrong? Like it didn't go the way you planned or, you know, something of that sort.
4: Hmm. So many of those problems. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, the biggest thing is like after the fact, you mm-hmm. could have done something like like they want you to be kind of outside the box, yeah. but they don't quite tell you that exactly.
6: Mm-hmm. And I
4: think I the times where I was like natural or where we were like the camera was still running and I said something like kind of like funny or I got, I think I got picked for those roles yeah. when it was as I just like, did like <laughs> I believe I got a role for a commercial because Casino Arizona, because I did a laugh. I, I, that's my theory. I don't know. I never asked the people, <laughs> but it did like a laugh, uh, like when the camera wasn't rolling for that audition, because they picked L.A. guys. I was the only Arizona guy mm-hmm. on the the uh, the main guys that are on the the front of this, the beginning mm-hmm. of this commercial at a card table. Yeah, the other two guys they brought from L.A. So you know, I attributed it to just just you know being loose and being yourself and not being so rigid. Yeah, But, you know, have the constraints. Don't go, you know, dance on the table when it's not called for. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just kind of be loose and just don't mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. Rigid and everything. So.
3: Yeah, it's like be enthusiastic. You're here. So. Yeah, exactly.
4: I mean, it's like, you know what, you really got to act like. And that sometimes, I'm not a... Big smile, like the smile is not something that comes naturally. So I actually have to think of funny things when something's yeah. like when I'm not just like bam smile.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I actually have to think of something funny. Mm-hmm. So that was like I'm practicing smiling more. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'll be yeah. in my car at work and I'm just like people are like, why is this officer smiling <laughs> down the street? He's a weirdo. And I'm actually smiling for other <laughs> yeah. reasons. And it's good; it brings your, you know, helps mm-hmm. you stay positive too. I noticed too. Yeah. But it's this, you know, having to turn that smile on—it yeah. wasn't a natural thing for
3: me. Yeah, so. and of course, you know, preparing for like these roles and other things requires practice. Oh yeah. So
4: they want you to cheese it up. That's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure.
3: I'm sure. <laughs> well, um, how can others contact you or find out more about yourself?
4: Um, I can definitely. Uh, leave you guys my email I'm with the latent agency if anybody ever wants to contact me for acting modeling or voice over they can go through the latent agency mm-hmm. and um, I can leave my email address which is you know also I believe inspirational it's never give up mm-hmm. 17 at msn.com and that's totally in- intentional and I hope people when they see that they think you know
3: mm-hmm.
4: I'm not going to give up on what I want to do and mhm Hopefully they're inspired by that.
3: Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks. So um, to kind of wrap up this show, we typically have a song of the week. And guess what? What This week's another one of those weeks because we're not going to. So it's um, Love Somebody by Maroon 5. I love this song. To me, I just...
4: Are you going to sing?
3: No, not right now, actually. (laughs) But, I mean, I am a singer, but, you know. Cool. But, yes, so we're going to go ahead and put that on. But thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and we'll be with you again next week. Bye. I know you're inside to feel
2: to the fame game on the Voice America Kids channel be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show I'm
7: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
1: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
7: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, Blackberry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market.
0: There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
1: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up.